in the name of the beloved Son, for the sake of the beloved community, please be seated. Good evening. For those of you who do not know, my name is Anna Lynn, and I am a diaconal postulant in the Diocese of Olympia. A little over a year ago, I was assigned to serve my field education here at the Church of the Good Shepherd. And last year on Monday, Thursday, I preached in this sacred space for the very first time. You might wonder why I'm preaching on Monday, Thursday again this year, and it has to do with the symbolism of the basin and towel, which we'll be using in the washing of feet tonight. Both the basin and the towel are symbols of the diaconate and its humble servanthood to others. So usually a deacon or a diaconal postulant preaches on Monday, Thursday. When I began to write my sermon for this evening, I was reminiscing about Father Josh asking me to preach on Monday, Thursday last year, and I recalled that I had a slight panic attack because I only had from the barbecue here on Shrove Thursday until Monday, Thursday, which is a little over a month, to figure out who I was preaching to. One of the first pieces of advice you receive when you are new to preaching is to know your audience. Well, because I was the new kid in school, I clearly did not know my audience, and that was quite unsettling, as you can imagine. So before I could start writing last year, I set out to find out who this congregation was, or at least have some idea of who you were. And one of the first things I remember putting into my memory bank was when Father Josh gave me a tour of the buildings here, and we came into this sanctuary. I can remember being in awe of the stained glass, this wood cross with Jesus on it, just stunning. But I also remember noticing <clears throat> this large space up front, right here. So I asked what happens in this space. It seems like maybe there was once a pew here. Father Josh explained to me that this space was to accommodate folks with wheelchairs or walkers and their family and friends who came or guests who accompanied them to church. And yes, there used to be a pew here. We removed it. How wonderful I thought this congregation really cares that people feel welcome and included here at the Church of the Good Shepherd. Then I thought maybe it would have been easier to remove a pew from the back of the room. But no, you removed a pew from the front row. Surely that had to displace some folks. And we all know how well that can go over in church. So it informed me that this congregation was also willing to change or adjust to what they were doing to accommodate others, to seat people at the front of the church. Father Josh also briefed me on your outreach work and the different ministries within the church. And I must say at a time last year when many churches were just struggling to get up and running, Good Shepherd was still doing outreach and continued to build on its ministries within. Wow, as a person that's come from a smaller congregation, I was impressed by all of you and the good work that you were doing for others. So last year I preached on how it was a blessing to be a blessing. How allowing another to wash your feet, letting them do something for you, because clearly you were all doing a lot, not only blesses them, but it also blesses you. So please remember that as we move into the foot washing portion of the service tonight. Are you willing to bless another? And much like our gospel reading tonight when Jesus began washing the feet of his disciples, he was 
introducing something radical and new to them. We are also introducing something new tonight. In my travels as a Eucharistic minister, I was asked to find a way that folks could participate in this portion, the foot washing portion of the evening. Folks that were not comfortable or able to have their feet washed. And in the spirit of what I learned early on about this congregation and its ability to make a change to accommodate others so that they feel comfortable included, I asked Father Josh if we could also offer hand washing in addition to foot washing tonight, and he agreed. Well, first he asked me to make the case for hand washing, and just so you know, I had like six points, uh, but who's counting? My main point, however, was that the simple act of hand washing through COVID really has become sacramental. It is, it is, excuse me, as it was and is a way that we love and care for each other, through the washing of our hands, we are making sure that we are not getting sick and spreading COVID to others, thereby loving one another as Jesus loved us. So tonight I'm grateful that we have a rector who is, has an open heart and is willing to thoughtfully consider requests made to him. Not all rectors have that ability. And I'm also grateful for this congregation that brings love to the forefront always. So if you feel so inclined, there will be both hand washing and foot washing available this evening. And I cannot think of a better way to honor and lean into our gospel reading from John tonight as Jesus is spending his last evening with those who he loved knowing that his time here was short and there was suffering ahead, he got up from the table and tied a towel around himself, poured water into a basin, and began washing his disciples' feet. A role usually reserved for a servant, the lowliest person in the room, the servant did not get to pick and choose whose feet they would wash. Even if they detested the person, they still had to respectfully wash their feet. That's what makes Jesus' gesture so radical. He included everyone, even the betrayer and the denier and the rest of his friends who were about to abandon him when he needed them most. He still washed all their feet. Even when Peter objected, Jesus simply informs him, if you're going to follow me, you must serve everyone in this way. Jesus' final example to us was consistent with how he lived his life, offering healing and reconciliation to everyone, speaking to those he was not supposed to speak to, and he shared meals with those considered lowly. He erased the lines that we draw between ourselves and others. In God's kingdom, everyone serves and everyone is served equally, no exceptions. Even those we don't like, those who live differently than we do, and those we consider unworthy, even you and me. So during the hand and feet washing this evening, please remember that this is the last act that Jesus modeled to his disciples, to us, before going to Gethsemane, how he committed us, how he commanded us to love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also should love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples. How will you model that love to others within your life and ministry and show that you are his? 
And as you head out of this holy space tonight, do consider how Jesus must have felt, leaving those whom he loved, knowing that there was suffering and betrayal ahead. He was grieved. He was agitated. Could you have stayed awake one hour with him? One hour with the one who loved us all to the very end. Amen.